Nettie's Netball Natter, chatting all things netball officiating. We love netball. Hi and welcome to episode 7 of Nettie's Netball Natter. I am your host Nettie. On this episode I'm going to be talking about dealing with difficult situations as an official and also talking about keeping your confidence up. So enjoy. Before I started this podcast and I was getting some feedback off current officials and people that were aspiring to be netball officials, some of the feedback that I was getting was people wanted a discussion about dealing with difficult situations and that's why I decided to do this episode. So you have the game management rules um, there to support you and you will use these more and more as you progress through your awards and as you umpire a higher standard but they are always there to support you so my advice is you know read up on them and make sure that you know you know them inside out and again go back to practicing those scenarios in your head and how you would use like the terminology just keep practicing that over and over again in your head so with like local league netball you're probably more likely to get some difficult situations and I think this can be down to, you know, netball being someone's release. So, for example, if someone has like a very stressful job and they come straight from work and they come onto the netball court, you know, if their their home life, personal life is, is intense and stressful, you know, the netball court again is their release. And, you know, there are other examples. And I think sometimes as an official you have to look at them as human beings, everyone as human beings, and just sometimes have that common sense hat on. So just for example, if you've got someone that's, you know, they've come straight from work, it's been very stressful, they've been running late to get to the game, they get on court, and there's potentially like a little bit of back chat or something like that, I would potentially maybe just have a chat with that person first just to diffuse it. Um, instead of going straight into game management, just to, you know, just give them a chance just to to calm it down and, you know, just bear in mind that they're releasing it. Obviously, you don't want them taking the mickey and, as I said, the game management rules are always there in your pocket. I want to give an example um, from an experience that I had and I was umpiring a local league game, so it was a friendly league. And in the middle of the match, um, the players were getting frustrated. And when they came up the court to my end, I blew, I can't remember what it was, but I think I blew the defence up for something. And all of their, that team's players just kind of exploded at me. So I basically just nipped it in the bud there and then and just basically said I'm the umpire I make the decisions my decisions stand and then I just carried on with the game I just didn't even make the time for them to keep having a go at me anyway that was I think that was the last the last quarter of the game 
anyway, it really, it really affected me. And for me, my kind of personality is I don't like leaving things like on a bad note in anything in life. Because for me, if I just walked away from that game, I would have felt so anxious about coming back, not only just to umpire at that venue, but to umpire that team. Um, and also I was getting, I was questioning myself about my umpiring. So I was really brave. And at the end of the game, I went over to the team um, that all shouted at me. And I just, I just spoke to them. To start with, they were all just ranting at me. And I just, just said to them, look, ladies, I'm still learning as an umpire as well. And I said, if there's anything during the game that you are not aware of rule-wise, or if there's something you want to question in the rules, it states that the player and the captain can come and talk to me. And I said, I will always have time for someone for you to come and talk to me and to clarify any rules. And yeah, and then we just ended up having like a general chat and it ended up being quite a nice chat in the end. Um, got an apology off the players. And um, yeah, I came away feeling mixed emotions really. I was happy that I went and spoke to them just to kind of clear the air. Um, but also, it really did like, kind of affect me. I think that was the first time I'd had a lot of players have a go at me all at once. Um, so like on, on the journey home on the tram, um, I did get a little bit emotional, but then I just let that out and then afterwards I was fine. Um, and then what I did was when I got home and this, this kind of links into your, to confidence building after dealing with a situation like that is um, I just wrote it in my journal. So I always write down about my games that I've umpired, uh, relook at what my goals were for that, for that game to, to focus on, how I thought it went, pick out some positive things that I'd done and then just have a discussion about anything that made me feel not great or anything that I felt I needed to work on. And I just wrote about the whole incident and how it made me feel, what happened, the discussion afterwards. And after I wrote it, wrote it down, I just wrote underneath it, um, that that game is done, it's a clean slate, bring on the next game. And then I wrote down my goals for the next, the next game. And I just think it's so important that if you do deal with a really difficult situation, no matter you know, everyone's difficult situation will vary depending on um, the person. And for me, that was that was a really difficult situation. But I think it, no matter the level of it, you have to let it be. It's done, it's dusted and move on. So every game that you umpire has to be a clean sleep. You can't hold grudges. You can't do anything like that. So if you're someone that dealt like for example if you're someone that was in the situation that I was in and you know couldn't feel that that you could approach the team after to to have a discussion that that's fine but I would recommend doing the writing thing when you get home but you have to leave it once the game's done and once you've done your writing so when you would next umpire that game 
it, there wouldn't be an issue. You would, you know, you would have to make sure that you turn up to the game and you're fresh, you're ready to umpire. As I said before, me personally, I hate leaving things on a bad note. So I will always go and chat to like the teams um, after a game. I know you don't have to do that, um, but I just wanna make sure that if there's anything that they want clarifying, that we can have a discussion about it. But also to make sure that you let the players know that it's not okay for them to speak to you like that on court and that there is a procedure in place that if there's anything that they don't understand or anything that's frustrating them that they can speak to you you know at quarter times half times as well and that is one thing that I did say to the team that I had that issue with is that I just said to them look I said if you blew up like that in front of someone that was completely brand new to umpire and I said and that could have been a situation where they probably wouldn't have wanted to umpire before. So I just said to them, so just got to bear in mind how it can come across. And again, I know I said about having that common sense about people's day and stuff like that. But I think it's important that, you know, players understand that umpires are also coming from, you know, straight from work at local league and that kind of thing as well. And I'm going to discuss this on another episode. Um, but if you do find that you've had a bad day as an umpire and potentially that has affected a decision um, during the game that has created a difficult situation, then it's looking at your preparation before the game. And as I said, I am going to go into that in another episode. Just going back to my example and me going up to the players at the end of the game if that's something that you are not comfortable with and also you don't find writing it down helpful or if you find that difficult as well in previous episodes i've said about linking up with like a buddy potentially you could have a discussion with your buddy about the situation and how it could have been handled a bit better or if you did handle it really well and take the positives out of it and you can just give each other that confidence and then also you're you know you're releasing and talking about the feelings and how it made you feel so I think that would be a really good one to do um, also as well there's plenty of groups out there umpire groups where you can put scenarios on there and again, people will, will comment their advice and guidance for the situation. My main advice is, is deal with the situation there and then. Try and sort it out after the game if you need to, just to clear the air so you can kind of move on from it. Also, after the game, make sure that you find a technique if you need it to let out how it's made you feel. Again, if that's writing it down, if it's discussing it with your buddy, etc. The main thing is, is don't take it personally when you're dealing with a difficult person or situation on the court. As I said, there could be a number of reasons which has led them to behave in a certain way. And even though it's aimed at you, it is not about you. And also, don't attach yourself 
to the games. And I always say this about everything in life. Nothing stays. So if you have goodness or bad things in your life or have a good game and a bad game, enjoy the goodness in the moment, but then, you know, let it go. And it's the same with the games. Just let it go. The next game is a clean slate. It's a new game. Obviously, each time that you do deal with a situation, a difficult situation, I must say, you will deal with it better yourself. As you get experience, as you build a bit more resilience and also that you learn to not take things personally and not attach yourself to things, it will come a lot more natural to you. And those of you out there that are either new to umpiring or thinking about umpiring, don't let these discussions about difficult situations put you off. You know, I'm a big believer that if you're put in situations that are uncomfortable and pushing you outside your comfort zone, that's what's going to keep you progressing and developing as an official. I mean, I'm really grateful that that situation happened to me and the other difficult situations that I've, I've had to deal with because now I've practiced that and now I understand, you know, it is, it's within the game, it's nothing to do with me personally. I can just deal with it there and then and then crack on with the rest of the game. I asked Noobs, my A Award umpire friend, what her advice would be with dealing with difficult situations on court. And she just said, relax, breathe, and just make sure you hold time. And also practice using like the terminology of the game management. And just remain in control was her advice. Noobs has also said, don't forget that you can speak to the other umpire and get support from them as well because that is what they're there for you are both working as a team for that match if you find that you deal with a difficult situation early on in a game and you find it's rattled you and it's hard to to shift i think exactly what noobs has said would really really help it's just about taking some really big deep breaths in and out, just reaffirming to yourself that you've got this and then also talking to the other umpire at quarter and half time and they can just reassure you, they can just help you and you, you will get your confidence back and you can just get that that monkey off your back and you can just carry on with the rest of the game and actually enjoy it. One thing I do to try and avoid any kind of outbursts on court is when I'm like checking for nails and just um, introducing myself to the teams, always make sure that they know my name. I remind them that there's, if there's anything on court that they're not sure of, or if they want to question when they can come and talk to us umpires. And also as well, I just have like a general chit chat with them. So just ask how their day's been, um, how they're feeling, that kind of thing, just to kind of bring that rapport. And then I can put like my positive energy like onto them kind of thing as um, I'm checking the nails. I mean, that's probably more relevant for like local league, um, like kind of grassroots thing. But I just find that just setting that at the beginning that they know me, they know when to approach me, they know that I've got 
this positive energy, you know, I'm asking how they are, that kind of thing. I think sometimes that just sets a good tone to start with. In regards to building your confidence um, with officiating, you can do the techniques that I've already stated. So after a game, you can journal and write down what went well, um, what to work on, so it's constructive as well. And also, as I said, you can speak to your buddy. But I think the main thing for confidence is just keep umpiring, keep practising, keep getting out there. And if you do feel you've had a bad game or you've had to deal with something that's knocked your confidence a little bit, it's like falling off a bike. Just get back on because the longer you leave it, the harder you're going to find getting back to it. And just remember why you've started officiating because you love the game of netball. Right, that's it for episode seven of Nessie's Netball Natter. I feel like I've waffled a little bit on this one, but I hope that you've found something useful um, within this episode. Just remember, just keep getting out there, keep enjoying it and loving it, okay? Have a good week and thank you for listening. Bye.